Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Armstrong and Getty here, and the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation, good or bad or mediocre, will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. What do we have for you this segment? Entormation, that's what we have. A combination of entertainment and information. Right. Some of it's more of one and less of the other, vice versa. A little around the horn. It's going to move swiftly. Poor Justin Bieber feels like, and I quote, he can't go outside naked anymore. I thought this was America. <laughs> I guess I'm wrong. So somebody posted some nude pics of Justin Bieber to Selena Gomez's Instagram. That's his ex-girlfriend? Oh, boy. Well, they, they seem to have hacked her account slash phone. 
they used to date, so those pictures were on her phone. Mm. They then posted those pictures publicly okay, on gotcha. her Instagram. Regardless of what happened there, because I don't care in the least, um, is the quote from Justin Bieber, like, I feel like I can't step outside and I feel like I can't go outside naked. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was outside naked and somebody took some pictures and then they end up... Which is not cool. Hacked. No, it's not. You, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but... Although... You know. God. So listen, and this is this is the disarming honesty that has given the Armstrong and Getty show the m- mediocre level of success <laughs> we've enjoyed. We're in the twilight of a it, mediocre career. Exactly. So if I were minding my own business, walking down the street, Richard flapping, and a naked well, no, I'm I'm clothed in this <laughs> oh, scenario okay. because I am I am decent. Gotcha. And a naked Justin Bieber should appear before me. I got my phone out, which is also equipped with a camera. Imagine that. A telephone with a camera. <laughs> It'll never catch on. And I see naked little Justin Bieber in front of me. I'm snapping a picture. Hey, you'll never guess. I saw naked Justin Bieber. No, you didn't, you liar. I did, too. And you show him the picture. So, now, I'm not going to publish it or post it to Selena Gomez's Instagram, because I don't know how. But... <laughs> I, t- I just yeah, right there. Is he in his backyard? Is he in an area where he can presume uh, he there was, will be privacy? He is on vacation on a beach. Was he, that a, I think he was yeah, some sort of hotel balcony this of is, some sort. Well, I, forget I think, it. Yeah. This is way more attention. I see than naked I was. Justin Bieber on a hotel balcony next to me. I'm taking a picture of his crank. I'm just being honest. <laughs> this is way more attention than I was planning to give to this story. I was. Uh, pictures of him nude came out about a year ago, if you remember. He was on vacation. Pop Rodzi took pictures. He was mm-hmm. naked. And then, if you remember, his dad tweeted, Jeremy Bieber, what do you feed that thing? Hashtag proud daddy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what do you feed that thing? Which is weird. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, just because... Dads do not comment on the size of the crank of their children <sighs> in general. Good Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> Sick world. That's enough of that. Hey, Vincent, you know that clip I asked you to come up with, uh, that, that young feller from uh, the town hall? You got that handy? She hit us with that. Talking about the, the big old hurricane tropical storm that's uh, drowning everybody in the Texas and, and soon to be Louisiana. The other thing, Brett, that strikes me about the scenes playing out in Houston and that surrounding area, we spend a lot of time in this city on shows like this talking about uh, the very worst that we see in America, in Charlottesville, uh, Virginia, in Berkeley, California with Antifa, watching on Twitter and on our air and other networks air the incredible heroism of just average citizens helping each other, first responders, their bravery is remarkable, members of the clergy, there's no race or creed or other divisions that are reigning the day or winning the day in Texas. These are people helping people. That is the best of America, uh, and it's really inspiring to see in a time that's obviously very scary for so many people. Yeah, it's my considered opinion that uh, given the constant presence of news coverage, um, you know, Internet, so-called news, etc., and you combine that with the undeniable fact that negative stuff is more compelling than positive stuff to the masses of people. Danger, anger, conflict, blood, guts, fire, etc., etc. I think we, uh, humanity, are getting a deeply twisted view of what humanity is. I think there's a hell of a lot more kindness, generosity, and beauty than you'd ever get the idea of from the media. 
Um, and the, the so-called uh, Cajun Navy, is that what they call it? Um, it's hundreds and hundreds of boat owners, um, whether in Louisiana, from whence the name comes, or Texas, who are rushing to the scene of the problems with their private boats, and including ki- canoes and kayaks, and just rescuing anybody they can find. Private citizens. Um, rescuing animals and whatever. It's absolutely beautiful. There are churches all over Texas that are opening their doors and bringing in everybody and feeding and clothing them, giving them a place to sleep. There are uh, various charitable groups that are doing just beautiful, beautiful stuff, and it's great. Now, let that sink in. Enjoy that. Like a nice, you know, a warm uh, spoonful of soup. Let it sink down into your stomach. A warm spoonful of soup. You know that feeling, Jack? Well, you're an anti-soupist. A feeling of, like, comfort and enjoyment. Hot a soup warm... on a cold winter's day. Warm... Have you ever been cold? A warm spoonful of soup. Have you ever had a warm spoonful of soup? I know that feeling, Joe. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Even a warm spoonful of soup cannot warm up this cold-hearted man. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Joyless. Uh, perhaps you could relate to the uh, feeling of a shot of whiskey going down and kind of spreading out through your limbs. Ah, there uh, you go. Uh, Who wants to fight? Uh, <laughs> this has tastes good. Now we're all... that whiskey tastes so good? There we're all... I'd like to take of... this chance to apologize <laughs> to absolutely nobody. <laughs> the double champ does what the f- he wants. We're all Conor McGregor. I thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, so uh, do you know who Joel Osteen is? It is? Is it Osteen or Osteen? He's one of those TV preacher charlatan scumbags. Very white teeth. Yeah. Um, very black hair. Yeah. and, and, and Big and, white teeth. And, big white teeth. Oh, they're huge. They make Tiger Woods look like he's, uh, I don't know, a cat. He's got... Like he's a person got, with smaller teeth. Exactly. That was my point. Um, he, God <laughs> damn it. So this guy, he's a zillionaire TV preacher. He has a stadium that... Oh, wait a second. Where is it? I want to get this right. I think his stadium... Friggin' pop-up ads. Seats... Say it's eight to, oh sixteen thousand eight hundred people at his mega church. That's an NBA arena. Wow, seventeen thousand person arena. Wow. at his mega church. Wow, and does he fill it on a Sunday? Uh, wow, yeah, more or less. Well, he's getting just ripped up one side and down the other, as they say, because he has closed his church and he's not taking any of the poor or the unclothed or the starving in or the waterlogged. Uh, he claims, "Oh no, we got flooding damage. We can't. Uh, we can't do it. We can't do it." Um, instead, he's sending out his prayers, but evidently, he's taking a ration of s in the Houston area because his giant Christian mega church is closed to the poor and the hungry. Yeah. Meanwhile, the like the Houston Convention Center, which has a capacity of six thousand, has like nine thousand people in it. And, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and little churches all over Houston uh-huh. are doing what Jesus would suggest they do and taking in the poor huddled masses. Wash that horse feet. <laughs> Jesus I'm, sure, ex- I'm sure there's <laughs> some whore foot washing too, but that wasn't what I was going to focus on. Also, uh, there are some uh, mosques and synagogues and all to uh, you know to tip a cap to uh, the interfaith community. Uh-huh. There's a giant meme, and there's various uh, ways of telling it. But uh, basically, on, on the left, it'll have the picture of like the white dude carrying the Asian woman, which you guys tweeted the other day uh, in Houston. Or there's another picture going around of a black fireman with two cute white kids, and he's carrying it, carrying them through the Houston floodwaters. And it says uh, 
this is America on the left. And then on the right, it has a picture of the Charlottesville nonsense. And they'll say, this is not America. I like it. Yeah. Well, there's I like a, it. There's, that, there, it's overwhelmingly a zillion to one true. Well, yeah. There, there, there's gazillions of the former and very few of the latter. But we act like that's not the case for some reason. But the latter is so much more exciting, so they get all the cameras and the coverage and the discussions and the... Oh, oh yeah. you have ruined the nice, warm, soup-like feeling I had. Well, no, 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 no. Here's where I bring it around. That mm. was a plot twist. Gotcha. But here it comes back to the main thrust, which is there's a hell of a lot more of the good stuff happening than the bad stuff. Always has been. That's why I want to go back pre-internet. When we didn't focus on all these terrible things happening all over the world well, on a second-by-second second basis. Right. And if if a child is beaten in rural Maine, you hear about it. Yeah. If, if a woman is raped, literally, in India, <clears throat> you hear about it. Just every horrible thing that happens anywhere, every every bit of anger, every bit of conflict, every bit of and 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 what you know to return to our continuing theme over recent days, and y'all are getting whipped up into this idea that you've got to invest your entire uh, your uh, identity, your feeling about yourself in politics, and in politicians. Can invest your soul in politics, and you've got to see anybody who sees the world differently as. Uh, as a human being with no, uh, like, human worth, that's just an incredibly unhealthy thing. So we didn't even scratch the surface of the many different little stories we've got for you. We've got a bunch of stuff. Right. Um, so what happened we... when Justin Bieber, naked, bent over to pick up his towel? That's why we call this entorment. So uh, a panel got together. What we called it entormation. Is that what we call it? Yes. The best DNA ancestor testing kit thingy. Oh. You've done that, right? I have. Uh, a bunch That's of people. That's how I woke up to my, uh, anse- my uh, Neanderthal ancestry. New York Times spent some money and tried to figure out which the best one is. We probably heard a bunch of ads, so I thought that'd be helpful. That's the one I'm going to try. Fair warning. Better be the one I like or I'll cave in your head with a rock, <laughs> as is the want of my people. Right. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. What did you do? What did you say? Or did you walk or did you run away? Where are you now? Where I'm going to start a real challenge. I'm challenging a lot of my celebrity friends to follow my lead and donating $25,000 to Hurricane Harvey, to the Red Cross, okay? The people are in bad shape and they need help. I'm going to lead the charge and stepping up in this way. I challenge The Rock, Steve Harvey, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, Jerry Seinfeld, and I think when you do it, you all should tag somebody else. Twenty-five thousand is coming from me. Prayers go out to Houston. There you go, Kevin Who's Hart. That plucky young philanthropist. Kevin Hart, living up to his name, showing a lot of heart. He misspelled his name <laughs> by making all his celebrity friends feel bad if they don't give twenty-five thousand dollars. Exactly, pressure, and don't do it outwardly so people know about it. Correct. So you've turned his beautiful gesture ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't well trying done, to. sir. I wasn't trying to. Uh, but, so this just came across the New York Post. Joel Olstein's church says it never closed its doors. I give up on trying to figure out what's true and what's not in the world. This could just be a pushback against bad PR, or the story was fake to start with. I don't have any idea. No kidding. And perhaps uh, Ryan in Houston can uh, go down to Joel Olstein's church and uh, research it and let us know. Yeah. 
So uh, I was kind of wondering, Trump uh, showing up in the Houston area in Texas somewhere today, and um, uh, I was going to, I was it just crossed my mind, what's Trump going to wear, right? Um, is he going to wear his three-piece suit, which he wears all the time, pretty much always? Now, he showed up uh, in correction. a... Two-piece suit. Two-piece suit. Never You're wears right. a vest. You're right. The vest is so out. Yeah. Well, it's not. So out, it's in. Yeah, it's back in. No right. doubt about that. Exactly. Conor McGregor showed that. Um, you know, I saw a uh, flip through channels the other day. I saw that band Fleet Foxes. You know Fleet Foxes? I don't. Every single one of them looks like they stepped out of a Starbucks ad. I mean, it's just too much. Everybody's got a beard. You got to have the beard. You got to mm-hmm. be wearing the vest. I mean, at some point, shouldn't you have one guy in the band who has just a different look? Man. No? Um, uh, so Trump's wearing khaki pants, some sort of work boots that are very, very brand new. But, you know, he's not a guy who spends a lot of time in work boots. It's like when John Kerry threw on the uh, the uh, L.L. Bean coat, the, right. the barn coat. <laughs> and he's wearing, like, a rain jacket with the presidential seal on. Looks nice. fine. Nothing mockable there at all. Certainly. His wife, she's going to do what she does. What is she? She's a uh, high-dollar Euro model. She's a model. Right. She's wearing a very stylish bomber jacket with aviator shades, her her beautiful hair cascading down over her jacket, tight black T-shirt, tight black pants, and like six-inch heels. Wow. She looks... That's to keep her uh, her mouth and nose above the water. Look at those shoes she's wearing for the uh, the, the disaster area. Good Lord, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yikes. That is something. She looks like a model. I mean, she's ready for a fashion shoot right there. Yeah, wow. That's what you do when you're a model. You yeah, look like a model so. all the time. New York, do, do you? New York Times broke down the best DNA ancestor testing kit thingy. We hear all these ads, see mm. all these ads. There's a bunch of different ones out there. And, I used uh, one. I'm woke now. I, I'm awake to my Neanderthal heritage. I've embraced it. I've really gotten into it. I've studied my people. That's right. You're 99% Neanderthal, No, that's right? not exactly correct. No, I'm in the 99th percentile of the most Neanderthal DNA. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. I keep asking my wife to grow her hair so I can more easily drag her <laughs> to, to the bedroom. Which is interesting because it's just fair. It's within the last with, couple with, of... With, with, obviously, her consent because I would never... Uh, assault a woman uh, in any way. Would you like me to drag you by your hair to the bathroom? And she says, sure. Not the bathroom. <laughs> bedroom, I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> Pee now. Now. <laughs> I meant bedroom. God. I get them mixed up a lot, which yeah. is why I'm buying a new mattress like every week. <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand, you have learned to sleep on the toilet. <laughs> yes. So uh, after 80 hours of research and reporting, the New York Times decided that they think the best one is Ancestry.com, if you want to try that one out. But they're all pretty good. They tested the five of the biggest DNA services out there. Tell you what. I might do that. I'm going to send them some saliva or skin or whatever they want. (laughs) What do they want? You need a square foot of your skin. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to chop off a pinky, put it in a little bag, and send it to them. Here. I had trouble working (laughs) up enough spit, so here's a finger. No, I tell you what. Get yourself psyched for the process of filling a fairly significant-sized test tube with your saliva. It takes a while, and it's a little icky. It's funny because your mouth is full of it right now. But once it's out of you, it's gross. So get ready for that process. I'd like it's to know very that. interesting, though. I've enjoyed it so much. And they continue to uh, test it and advance it, and they send you updates and stuff oh, cool. on your 
uh, on your your background and and, awesome. and and as they get more and more data in, they get more and more information. For now, you. as yours is legit, I mean, like Vince could give me spit, and I'd say, "Hey, you look like you're Asian." <laughs> for instance, um, yes, it's absolutely legit. I went with the uh, one, two, three, and me. Uh huh. One, two, three. That's right. That's, <laughs> that is a scientist actually simulating what they think. Uh, Neanderthal sounded like. Oh, I was going to mention, it's only within the last couple of years that we acknowledge that Homo sapiens and Neanderthals interbred. Up oh, until yeah. just a couple of years ago, most people believed that they didn't. And now it's just regularly known that they did, and they've got the DNA proof, which is pretty interesting. Once you go Neanderthal, baby. Oh, yeah. A quick note from the world of sports. The Seattle Mariners had a five-error inning yesterday. First time that has happened in 40 years. <laughs> Five errors wow. in an inning. Sorry, wow. you said that was a little league team. Or? That is unbelievable. Oh my! Wow! 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 Another story got a German nurse here who is thought to have killed eighty-six people. Oh yeah, eighty-six of his patients. I've been following that story. He injected with things that would kill him. Uh, they they had convicted him on, on two, and then they went back through the records going back decades. And figured out, yeah, we think he's killed 86 people. And here's the deal. That is so awful. Well, he, yeah, but it's even there's a, it's even crazier than you think it is. He gave these people the drug so that he could revive them and be a hero. He just couldn't always revive them. So 86 of them croaked as he was trying to make himself look like a big man. That is a pretty twisted. I tell you what, there are so many kinds of crazy. Even oh. if you had that crazy, twisted, out there, abhorrent thought, after it went wrong the first time, wouldn't you think maybe that's not a good idea? Or would you continue to try it, I don't know, a hundred more times? Oh, my God. It's just unthinkable. Yeah. Unthinkable. Well, a couple a cases person. like that through history, too. The, the various, I think, L.A. had a big one, right? Um yeah, we worry about serial killers. You know, the the, the guy the guy uh, hitchhiking down the highway is a serial killer. You got to be worried. The, the biggest serial killers in in history, it would seem, are, are nurses. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think it's safe to assume that uh, most nurses you come into contact with are or could be serial killers. Half of them, probably. Right. So just you know, to be conservative about it. So uh, shout out to our nurse listeners. Uh, my favorite story of the week, and I gave you just a very brief glimpse of this, but I want to flesh it out for you. Here's this guy fishing. In St. Augustine, Florida. Oldest city in America, is it not? Is it? I think so. It's very old. Somebody look that up. He's fishing in St. Augustine, Florida, which may or may not be the oldest city in America. Something like that. And a drunk chick in a bikini, 22 years old, is yelling at him that he shouldn't be fishing there because there are people swimming. For instance, her. He says, I'm allowed to fish here. This is a fishing place. I'm being careful. She screams obscenities at him, et cetera, et cetera. He rolls his eyes, continues fishing. She decides, in the way only drunken 22-year-old women can, I'm going to show him. And she swims up to his lure, places it in her mouth. Oh, no, she did not. And begins swimming away with it. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> now, Oh, my God. That's the worst oh. thing I've ever heard. Now, he, oh. he to his credit, did not reel her in. He he <laughs> let her run out the line uh-huh. for a while to tire her out. But he set the hook. No, he didn't. Uh-huh. This one's a fighter. Uh-huh. He, he uh-huh. didn't. He says to himself. Then you bring her on board uh-huh. and whack her on the head. Exactly. <laughs> then throw her in a cooler. Get the big net. <laughs> no, he says to himself, self, this is a very bad thing. And just uh, releases the line. 
and says, you crazy biatch, let go of my lure, which she eventually does. Deputies responded to the scene. What's the deputies? What's the crime? Well, somebody called the somebody called the cops and said, "You got a crazy lady <laughs> acting like a fish." Illegal <laughs> ingestion of a lure. People are screaming at each other. There's a p- potential of uh, people's lips being uh, punctured, uh, etc. Uh, 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 and being yanked out of the water by their face, which is the best description of fishing I've ever heard. Uh, deputies asked one Alexandria Turner to come to the pier office, but she became belligerent. Again, as you said, a real fighter. Investigators say Turner created a scene and upset, and this is the term they use, this is the official term in St. Augustine, and I quote, upset the sense of public norm hmm. at the pier. There needs to be more of that. When they tried to take her into custody, she was arrested on suspicion of intoxication. Mm, pretty solid suspicion and resisting arrest. God, the whole drunk people, particularly women, for some reason, when the thought occurs to them, I'll show her. Yeah. yeah. What happens next makes, hey, y'all, watch this, look, you know, wise. That could have been gruesome. I'd say. On the what about hand, the nutritious trout? On the other hand, he could have won the fishing derby. And weighing in 135 pounds, uh, Jimmy Jones. <laughs> what can you tell me about St. Augustine? Why is it uh, why is it famous for? Anybody know? Oh, it's Augustine? Not Augustine? Whatever I don't even know. Nobody knows? Nobody looked at it. Okay. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, in Texas, you got torrential rains, massive flooding, and now another worry, alligators. Oh, good. Former Arizona Sheriff Arpaio looking at running for governor. And driverless. Oh, You're 85, dude. And driverless pizza delivery cars are hitting the road today. Oh, good. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I'm pretty sure it's the oldest city in America. Yeah, it, 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 it does sound familiar. Um, plenty of more news to get to, by the way. I have got to sell my Apple stock today, based on the news. That is out. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yo, 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 what's going on with Marsha Phillips? Well, the rains keep falling, the water keeps rising in the Houston area. Tropical Storm Harvey scooping up more water from the Gulf of Mexico today and then dumping it on the already flooded parts of Texas and Louisiana. Thousands heading towards shelters right now. We don't know where we're going. We don't know nothing. We just thank God we got life. FEMA estimating 30,000 people are going to need shelter in the next couple of days. You know, I was just reading uh, that piece in the WAPO about the Cajun Navy and how they're rolling around rescuing all the people they could at their own expense and time, et cetera, et cetera. They're telling a story about uh, a woman who had an eight-week-old baby with breathing problems. She couldn't get any help. Uh, the baby was starting to turn blue, and her phone was down to 2%. Wow. And the, these volunteers eventually just hammered the Coast Guard till they came and went and got her. And, gotcha. And the baby's okay now. But, I mean, the, the, the area is just full of stories like that. The old, the infirm, the mm-hmm. poor. Uh, as Wolf Blitzer told us, look at them. So poor, so black. Also, plenty of white people and Hispanic people, too, are desperate for help. This story is missing Brian Williams talking about bodies flowing <laughs> by and... 
and all the things he personally witnessed. Yeah. That didn't happen. Well, along with all these woes, floodwaters are now threatening an alligator sanctuary in southeast Texas. <laughs> Operators on high alert because the flooding threatens to set free roughly 350 gators. The workers at Gator County are busy making routine patrols of the watery grounds. The uh, water from Harvey continues to inch closer to the top of fences that enclose the gators. So far, none have escaped, but they're getting close to getting out. Can you imagine that? You survived the hurricane. You survived the historic floods, et cetera, et cetera. You're just trying to figure out what you can save in your home, and you get eaten by an alligator. That'd be, I, that'd be terrible, is my point. I was just thinking about how you're trying to bail the water out of your basement and your everything is ruined, how you can deal with it, and then it starts raining again. Yeah. That would be so depressing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just pouring rain. You just think, what the F? I just, I give up. I give up. Couple I'm ruined. Of, I might as well just accept it. Couple of dinosaurs clearly roaming the earth. Number one, the gator slash crocodile. Yeah. Clearly dinosaurs. Number two, going to surprise you, the wild turkey. The turkey is so clearly a dinosaur. You watch them strutting around, they look exactly like velociraptors. How about Larry King? Larry King, a third (laughs) dinosaur, still walking the earth. Former Maricopa County Sheriff Joe Arpaio says his political future could include bids to become a mayor, governor of Arizona, or U.S. senator. You're 85. You're a convicted uh, convict. (laughs) I almost said felon, but it's a misdemeanor. Arpaio telling USA Today he's going to stay involved in politics after receiving that presidential pardon on Friday. You know, now that I know that contempt of court is a misdemeanor, I'm thinking I might go for it someday. Going to contempt some You're out of order. You're all out of order. You're in contempt of... of... Of America! <laughs> that's, you know, that's be my scene. Dude, you forget. That's how I went down. Remember, I was sent to jail for a month for contempt of court. Yeah, well, that's, that is the typical fining and jailing of poor people. Because you were at the time, huh? I wasn't exactly wealthy, but no, you don't want to. You don't want to fool around with a judge. I mean, you go off to this particular jail, and they lose track of your records for a while. Right. Let's. You know, I actually know a judge. I know a couple of judges. Yeah. Um, you want to retry my case? And, and Your Honor, <laughs> I'm not going to use any names, obviously, but uh, Your Honors, uh, could I come and be mildly contemptuous someday? <laughs> no, I would never do that. Domino's Pizza and Ford teaming up today to begin testing self-driving delivery cars. Ford has given the pizza giant a Ford Fusion Hybrid with camera sensors and radar for use in Ann Arbor, Michigan for the next month and a half. There's going to be a Ford engineer inside the car just in case... Customers will get a text message that their pizza's arrived, and they'll have to put in a code on a touch screen on the car. Then they get their order out of a warming oven inside the vehicle. I love this idea. Love Ann Arbor, too. What a great town. Mm -hmm. I tend to love college towns. So anyway, we could uh, start seeing... Well, let's see. We're going to have robots running our hotels, and our pizzas will be delivered uh, autonomously. And we'll all be fat and unemployed. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there is is the, the question of, is this time different? When we uh, go to all this automation, because in past cycles it has led right. to more jobs, but they wonder if this time may be different, and we're just going to eliminate a whole bunch of jobs that aren't replaced with anything. I don't know. One last note. Many Republicans think Kid Rock really should run. They think he's got a good chance at a Senate seat. Who did I hear the other day? Um, uh, somebody I really respect. Bill Crystal. Somebody said Kid Rock M&M. would... M&M? Ab- <laughs> no. It was, it was in your political theater because it said Kid right. Rock would absolutely win. I think he would, too. Yeah, I did, too. So why isn't he more seriously running? Does he have something 
in his background we don't know about? Oh, he's got all sorts of stuff in his background. I mean, he partayed. Oh, yeah. That, um, and why would he want the hardest job he's ever had in his life? Yes, yeah. exactly. And there is the that. dullest. There is that. Yeah. Well, c- honestly, because he cares about his people. You know, working class people in Michigan. The, it'd be it'd be so hard, though. You'd spend so much time on, on doing things that aren't what you're wanting to do. Right. Helping the good people of wherever you're from. And the compromises and the endless meetings and oh, the yeah. fundraising and, and the rest oh, of yeah. it. And every time he'd testify in Capitol Hill, he'd have to say, My name is Keith! And then put his hand on the Bible. <laughs> and yeah. voting for things you yeah. don't agree with right. for a certain number of years until you get enough stature to start to wield some power. That would suck. Plus, well, as a cowboy, he's got to take care of that ranch, Absolutely. right? Baby, right. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. God, you'd go to so many committing hearings that would be the bo- most boring thing you've ever done in your life. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, U.S. Yeah. Senator might be better than being a House member. I think U.S. Senators are treated oh, yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Still, as a rookie, you're put on the, you know, like, minerals committee. Right. You gotta go to a committee meeting on boron and you know, whatever. We'll put you on the infrastructure committee, Senator. We're going to take up the question of pipes this week. Kid Rock sitting there. Oh, God. The petering out is on the way. We have much more to jam into the show. Oh, the reason I'm uh, going to sell my Apple stock, I think. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Marshall didn't get to his stuff about the iPhone 8. Have to have him do that tomorrow. It's no. going to be about a thousand bucks. I haven't heard what the features are going to be. But the reason that I'm um, thinking about dumping my uh, iPhone stock is not about the products or anything like that. Uh, but Tim Cook has announced that uh, he he's way doubling down on the fact that it's corporations need to have a conscience and get involved in politics and push oh agendas. Yeah, never mind if it's misguided and knee-jerk. And they yeah. gave a, a million dollars to the Southern Poverty Law Center, which we reminded you all is a complete fraud organization. Uh, well, it's at, not a complete fraud, but it's substantially fraud. Well, the statistics they put out are fraudulent. They're not true, so whatever you want to call them. But, yep. Um, so Apple gave them a million dollars thinking they're making the world a less helpful place. And, and Tim Cook has come out and said, we need to do more of that. I don't want to be invested in a company that's concerning themselves with that sort of thing to that degree. I want you to build the best product, make the most profit, et cetera. Right. So. Especially, again, because it's knee-jerk, misguided, oh. herd stuff. Tim. Tim. Stop it. So I uh, came across this article in the New York Times over the weekend. I've believed this forever, so I'm always excited when I come across something that... Uh, Reinforces something I already believe. Confirmation bias. Yep, confirmation bias. I'm sorry, before you get to that, Sean, I just read they've discovered a 6,000-year-old Italian wine in a Sicilian cave. Uh, Buy it for me, please. (laughs) Cost be damned. And a couple of glasses. You can have a glass. 6,000-year-old. 6,000-year-old wine should be just about right. So 4,000 years before Jesus. Correct. Wow. Yes. That's some old wine. Wonder if it's good. Depends on the cork. No. <laughs> oh, you thinking not? No. <laughs> but it is quite the conversation starter. Oh, no doubt. Um, good news for young strivers, says the New York Times. Networking is overrated. Hmm. And the article is about how uh, I, I've never bought. I never bought this 
ever in my whole life. The whole, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I've never bought that. And the point of this article is, the majority of the time, who you know is because of what you know. Ah! That's what happens most of the time. It's the old double reverse. If you're good at something, you uh, people get to know you, and then you now know them. <laughs> and, then, and so other people might look at it, well, oh. you know, he knows that guy. The reason that guy knows you is because he singled you out as being particularly good at something. And they had a whole bunch of examples they went through that are... Um, uh, famous people examples, but I, I've just I've recognized this my whole life. I had yeah, a friend I've... who ended up the manager at a John Deere place, and and he was t- for some reason he was down on himself this night. We were drinking a lot of beer and talking about how oh, it's just because I know the boss. I said the reason you know the boss is he recognized that you were really good and took you you under his wing because he knew you were management material. That's why you know the boss. Mm. He could tell you were better than the other people. That's what happens most of the time. They have the example of Justin Bieber um, learning to play four instruments, putting out songs, putting out videos. Uh, Showing his Richard. Usher comes across the videos and signs him to the music label. It's not because he knew Usher. Usher was seeking out talent and saw the talent there. Um, uh, George Lucas winning a film prize. So then Francis Ford Coppola having the the winner of this film prize. He wanted to have him come work as an an intern at his movie, and that started his career. It wasn't who he knew. It was because he was really freaking good at what he was doing and put a lot of effort into it. And that is generally... What's going on with networking? Yeah, I've known a lot of people who are just not very good at what they do aggressively networking. It probably doesn't hurt them. In fact, it definitely doesn't hurt them. Certainly not. Well, and I think if it, the the part of networking, is it networking or that I heard of that I liked is just help people and don't expect anything from it. If you got somebody who's good and, and you think highly of them, just help them. Help them with their career, mentor them. And I think that is good. And I think that does help you. And I think it does pay dividends. I don't think networking's useless, but that's a that's a really that's a different angle to shine light on it. Nobody said it was useless. One. The point is, right. it's better at being good. The, the key is to be good at something. Yes, not to know somebody. Right. It's not who you know. It's what you know. It's what you know. What you know is the most important thing. Getting it out to people, obviously, uh, has its advantages. People will probably find you if you're good at something. What you know. What I know is nothing. I don't know nothing. I don't see nothing. Here's our guest announcer for the day. Hey, is this where I leave a, a message for Jack and Joe? Hey, um, if it is, here it goes. And now for some final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Solid, solid beginning to end. <laughs> Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. All right, let's get a final thought from everybody, as is our tradition. Michelangelo, lead us off, would you please? Well, things aren't going to get much better here, guys, because here's what I'm doing this afternoon. I'm just going to get a wireless mouse for my computer, get some snack bags, and a replacement grass sprinkler. Should make for an exciting and unpredictable afternoon. Well, I enjoy a good sprinkler, though. You watch it go back and forth, or is it going to be rotary? Chick, 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 It's the rotary type, Joe. That's ah, a fine variety <laughs> sprinkler. Positive Sean, final thought. Uh, I just want to echo my thoughts from yesterday. If you are in a position to help and donate to the, the those being affected by the flood in Houston, make sure you do your homework. Give to good organizations. Don't just give whatever's going through on your Facebook feed. Do some homework. There's a lot of scams that pop up in these times. Or times. somebody that emailed you. Yeah, right. excellent right. point. Right. Well made, uh, 
Vincent, your final thoughts. Band name of the day goes to Jack Armstrong for the show and Usher's most dad comment of the day goes to Joseph Getty for that poor girl bought the wrong size bra and Bonmo <laughs> and best parody of the Steve Miller band. Also goes to Joe Getty yes. for Trump's a bluffer. He's a fluffer. He's a midnight puffer. Very nice. <laughs> Marsha Phillips, your final thoughts. I talked to my cousin who lives in Austin, Texas. She's okay. She said they only got about 15 to 20 inches of rain so far. Only 20 inches. Jeez. Jeez. Anyway, thoughts go out to the people in Texas. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. And soon to be Louisiana, man. Yep. They got crazy flooding coming yep. their way. Jack, your final thought. Eh, I was about to go all uh, touchy-feely, and I lost my nerve. Mm. Maybe I'll save it for tomorrow. Sorry to hear that. Um, uh, enjoy, sure would have been nice. Enjoy your day. <laughs> oh, good. That's strong. Hope that makes best of. My final thought is now that Sean's bought me that bottle of 6,000-year-old wine, I need to find myself some 800-year-old cheese. Have a, have a big evening. Honey, I'm coming home. Ah, uh, boy. Really old. That would probably taste awful, the cheese and the wine. <laughs> We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f- he wants. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 
Seven questions, limitless answers.